Hello, this is Peter Bergman, and welcome to the Wednesday, September 28th, 2011 edition of the Daily Radio Free Oz podcast. Yes, you've got Oz in your ears. And I finally found a club I want to join. I'm not much of a joiner, but I found the club. Unfortunately, I don't qualify. Patriotic millionaires say, tax me, please. Here's the club. Patriotic millionaires for fiscal strength. Hey, I'm for fiscal strength. I'll even I'll even patch the old word patriotic. Patriotic Pete. The problem is I'm not a millionaire yet. I've either got to find it in the couches I've been mining or win the lottery, which I don't pay, or maybe somebody out there, maybe a member of this club would like to send me a million so I could join you and, and, and join this campaign uh, by this progressive group. They're actually part of a group called the Agenda Project, and they took credit for a member of the audience at the town hall recently in Silicon Valley that asked President Obama to raise his taxes. Will you please raise my taxes, the man said. It kills me to see Congress not supporting the expiration of the tax cuts that have been benefiting so many of us for so long. It was a good moment for Obama, who this month had promoted the American Jobs Act, his legislation aimed at creating jobs and cutting the deficit, at events across the country. The bill includes the Buffett Rule, which is based on a plea for higher taxes from another wealthy American, maybe the second wealthiest, billionaire investment guru Warren Buffett. The man, this is the guy that jumped up and said, tax me, who identified himself as unemployed by choice. I like that. That's so cool. His former Google employee, Doug Edwards, he's a member of the Patriotic Millionaires, a group that has released several web videos criticizing Republican leaders for opposing tax hikes. The videos accuse GOP leaders, including House Speaker John Boehner, House Majority Leader Eric Cantor, and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell of not wanting taxes raised on the wealthy because they are wealthy themselves, and also because their lips are surgically attached to the butts of the very wealthy. Quote, Doug and his fellow patriotic millionaires are pounding Washington leaders to do the right thing for the country, said Erica Payne, spokeswoman for the patriotic millionaires. Please do the right thing for our country. Raise our taxes, the group says in an open letter to leaders posted on the website. We make this request as loyal citizens who now or in the past earned an income of a million per year or more. Lucky signers included Eddie Falco, Princeton Review founder John Katzman, TV producer Linda Gottlieb, and top executives from various financial firms and businesses like Google. Oh, come on, guys, just slip me a check under the table. You'd love me as a member. I'm so much fun. Really? And I can prove to each and every one of you that in some way, everything you know is wrong. It's time to talk to the people. Time for Thank You Very Next. Let's go to the phones. George Carbuckle of Domer Heights, Maryland is on line one. Hi, Pete. Just called to tell you the president is a Muslim. Next thing you'll be asking for is birth certificate, George. Bull puppy. Birth certificates don't mean dick. I got four of them myself. The POTUS is a Muslim. What makes you think that? Do you know anyone with the name Hussein who isn't a Muslim? I know one person named Hussein. Is he a Muslim? He's a Sufi and a world expert on medieval Islamic science. But a Muslim, right? Uh-huh. Not said. Cindy Flydiaper is on line two from an undisclosed location. Hi, Peter. I listen to your show every day at work. Great. Uh, where do you work, Cindy? I can't tell you. It's a secret. But I can give you a little clue. 
I love clues. I work at a place with three letters. The first letter is the first letter after M, and the second letter is the first letter of my first name. See, that's M, S. You work at the NSA. Cat's out of the bag. What do you do at the NSA, Cindy? I'm a code breaker in the Middle East building. I'm impressed. Cryptanalysis is challenging work, but on top of that, it's all in Arabic, isn't it? I guess so. You do speak Arabic. Not even a glottal stop, Peter. But it doesn't matter because all the terrorists are using 32-bit encryption. So even if I did speak fluent Arabic like our president, it would take 10 years to break the first sentence. Our president doesn't speak Arabic. Then he could work here if he wanted to. Uh-oh, here comes the soup. Gotta go. Time for one more. We have a PG from Rathole, California on line three. Sounds familiar. Hi, Pete. Hey, it's Pastor Go to Hell. What's on your mind? I called to tell you to get out of gold. Why? Pete, it's staring right at you. Gold is the 79th element in the periodic chart out of a total of 103 elements. Multiply 79 by 103 and you get 8,137. You with me? So far. Now. Multiply 8,137 by 236 and you get 1,919,710. Wait a minute. Why multiply by 236? Because August 24th is the 236th day of the year, which is my birthday. So it's my natural multiplier. Anyway, 1,919,710 is the series 1919-710. Psalms is the 19th book of the Bible. Go to chapter 19, verses 7 through 10, and it says, The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. So, Pete, do the righteous thing. Get out of gold and get into honey. I'm getting into mine right now. Honey! I'll be right back. Thanks to Flexerol, that 60-year-old arthritic man can pump fake Kobe and float in for a slam dunk. Thanks to Semperstiff, that impotent silver-haired couple are skipping down the beach in post-coital ecstasy. Thanks to Plaque Attack, that African-American senior is off his cholesterol-free diet and back to the sizzler. And thanks to Pinot More CL, that incontinent 70-something threw away her Depends and became a champion line dancer. Thanks to all of them. And thanks to us. You bought the pharmaceuticals. You Bought the Pharmaceuticals is a plausibly deniable division of U.S. Plus. Obama the class warrior, don't you just love it? I mean, this is a guy that uh, growing up was really not the victim of a lot of racial prejudice, a really smart guy who consistently surrounded himself with smart guys who believed what he said when he ran in 2008 that came into a country in crisis. He dug it. He thought everybody would pitch in and make things better. And then he learned he was facing the no, no, no Congress. Much worse than the do-nothing Congress that Truman faced in 1948. He ran against it and he won. Okay, Barack Obama, after raking in campaign funds at events in Washington State and California in the past couple of days, and he's been raking it in big time, President Obama was in Denver a couple days ago to promote his jobs plan in a state that he carried in 2008, but looks to be in play come 2012. A lot of people out there with 
jobs called journalists who need some sort of story to write. So it's all about the fact how difficult it's going to be for Obama to win. That's good for like 13 months of paychecks. While repeating now familiar talking points about his $447 billion American Jobs Act during the month at Abraham Lincoln High School, Obama also targeted his plug to Coloradans. He told the audience that the bill will save the average working family in Colorado $1,700 in taxes next year. And you know he's going to take that pitch nationwide. He says, Republicans say they're the party of tax cuts. He said, let them prove it. Tell them to fight as hard for tax cuts for working Americans as they do for the wealthiest Americans. I think he's got these bozos on the ropes. Obama rebuffed Republican accusations that his plans to eliminate tax breaks for the rich were tantamount to class warfare. And here's how the big O responded. Well, you know what? If asking a billionaire to pay the same tax rate as a plumber or teacher, if that makes me a warrior for the working class, I'll wear that charge as a badge of honor, he said. Because the only class warfare I've seen is the battle that's been waged against the middle class in this country for a decade. My, 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 a whole new kind of sartorial approach on the campaign trail. All of them politicians have to wear an American flag in their lapel. But now Obama's going to appear with the American flag in one lapel and a button that says class warrior in the other. Maybe all the Democrats will begin to pick it up. Maybe we should make t-shirts and hats. I am a class warrior. Something like that. Class warrior. War. My, I haven't heard those terms, or I haven't even actually come across those terms since my study of the New Deal. Class war. Kind of Marxist. Me? Really? I'm a groucho Marxist. Let's leave our fabulous domestic scene for a little bit and wrap up today's podcast with something international. Libya's missing stingers. Uh-huh. Thousands of surface-to-air missiles are unaccounted for in Libya, according to ABC News. Weapons that could be used to knock down airplanes if they fall into the wrong hands. In a sense, stingers are always in the wrong hands. Libya was estimated to have 20,000 surface-to-air missiles before the revolution began in February, but the U.S. and its allies are still figuring out exactly how many missiles they need to track down. A few weeks ago, a Human Rights Watch employee reported, Every time I arrive at one of these weapons facilities, the first thing we notice going missing is the surface-to-air missiles. The White House said yesterday it will boost efforts to find and destroy the weapons stockpiles. The CIA has been running a program to get stingers back from the hands of the Mujahideen in the AFPAC area, paying something like $200,000 a stinger. Let's say they could get all 20,000 back at 200,000 a pop. Now let's see, that's 20,000 missiles at 200,000 a pop, that comes to $40 billion. We need to get them back because, gee, any one of those crazies with a stinger could bring down any airplane they want and really ruin a lot of people's vacations. But, of course, Eric Cantor's going to say, yeah, it's a great idea, but where are we going to cut the other $40 billion from? Hey, Eric, guess what? Everything, Everything you know is wrong. Is wrong.